Hi, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein, Narcissistic Abuse Life Coach, and today I want to talk about shaming and guilting as a control tactic. So narcissistic abusers, one of the most, one of their favorite tactics used is using shame and guilt as a tool of control. And this is done by manipulating victims into believing that they have done something wrong, and ultimately whatever has occurred is their fault, and therefore they need to feel badly about it, they need to feel shameful about it, and make corrections in their behavior, their character. The point of the control tactic is is that when a victim feels badly, they ultimately want to please the person who's made them feel badly. It's sort of a negative feedback, uh, negative reinforcement uh, form of control. So victims, narcissists know, narcissistic abusers know that a healthy person, a person with a healthy conscience will want to correct their behavior if they feel like they've done something wrong. So by blaming or shaming or guilting the victim into in, in explaining it or just implying or even silent treatment, uh, giving them the silent treatment to make them feel like they've done something wrong, the victim will then immediately say, okay, well, what is it that I did to be treated this way? They will look within, ultimately blaming themselves and trying to look within to correct the behaviors. The tactic is wildly effective because it keeps the, the, the attention off the true cause of what's truly going on, which is that the narcissist is the one who's being passive-aggressive, manipulative, and abusive, and ultimately trying to take control of their victims and use them as a narcissistic supply. So when the narcissist is manipulating and shaming and guilting the victim for whatever it is, which is something that is maybe a minute uh, action, but ultimately being blown out of proportion and, um, you know, shoots into a rage or even a, a narcissistic rage or anger or, or passive aggressive behavior, the victim will want to level the playing field, want to, want to soothe the, the uncomfortable, uh, really um, imbalance in the relationship and will look to uh, do something, to, to be something or to act a certain way to calm the narcissist, to, to please them. And because the narcissist knows that it's not really about the action, but ultimately about control, and that's what they like, that's what they're looking to get, the victim can never do enough. They can never be enough or uh, act in any certain form of way that is enough because it's not about the action, it's about control. So narcissists know that by con- by all they really need to do is just be unhappy and be and feel and, and and make the victim feel as if they have done something wrong and the victim will enter into this self-blaming self-reflective place constantly trying to figure out what they need to do to be enough and, and be good enough and ultimately please the abusing narcissist so the 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 victims who already have a sense of shame and guilt, perhaps they themselves are victim of abuse, uh, they were raised with a narcissistic parent, they have low self-worth, low self-esteem, will already have an ingrown, ingrained uh, sense of feeling the need to, to please others or ultimately uh, try to be good enough. And this is where you see the codependent or the, uh, the empath who's trying to keep the peace and um, maybe has an, has an abusive past it'll play into the abuse tactic very quite quite simple quite easily almost like a hand in a glove because they will constantly think that they are wrong and then the narcissist plays on this by saying well you are wrong now go and figure out what you've done to 
to this time and correct it. And really what the, what the narcissist is doing is they're grooming their victims to become exactly what the narcissist wants them to be, a perfect, willing, slave, serving, and being a narcissistic supply. So when you have a victim who feels badly about what, they, what they're doing, tr- constantly striving to be good enough, the narcissist is able to just sit back and watch the victim work tirelessly to become exactly what the narcissist demands and ultimately needs them and wants them to become. So the the narcissistic abuser is is clearly a hypocritical in this way. They are in a sense of denial of their own inner inner world and inner flaws and things that they have done that are inappropriate and ultimately they're the ones who are the one who are who are doing the the shameful acts, the acts the de- deserving of feeling guilty. Um, but this is being projected onto the victim. So the victim is taking on the, 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 the guilt and the shame of the narcissist. So this is another aspect of, sh- of shaming and guilting that the, the, the narcissistic abuser is sitting in a ton of shame and guilt. Um, contrary to what it appears and the confidence that appears in narcissistic abusers, actually, they're actually riddled with guilt and shame, uh, usually from their inability to connect with others and ultimately get their own needs met in a healthy way, um, primarily from abuse in childhood and, and an arrested development, feeling extremely helpless uh, and, and feeling shameful and feeling guilty for, for who they are, for their existence. So in order to deflect and get away from these feelings, the narcissistic abuser will project and, and ultimately look to dump these negative feelings on to the victim. And because the victim is unaware of this taking place, the defense mechanism here is a certain uh, soothing agent to to the shame and guilt of the narcissist by watching and having victims feel badly about themselves and feel shameful and blame themselves and ultimately being able to shame them serves as a way of pushing off this inner shame and guilt onto the narciss- onto the victim, uh, thus defending and protecting against feeling these uh, negative feelings within. So the 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 thing about shame and guilt is that there really is no way to get away from get away from it. You can't just uh, necessarily avoid it. You can't run away. You have to face your shame and guilt. You have to process it. So victims who are engaged with narcissists, who in a sense are playing into the control tactic because they are trying to soothe their own shame and guilt by pleasing the narcissist. So it is, it is I'm not blaming the victim here, and it is not about, it is not about, who's at fault. It's about understanding the dynamics at play here. The victim is, in a sense, feeling badly about themselves and therefore serving the narcissist and pleasing the narcissist is a defense mechanism against their own personal shame because in order to not feel their own maybe feelings of inadequacy, low self-worth, uh, shame and guilt uh, for, their, for their own woundings or for their own feelings of, of helplessness or whatever it is that, they, that they're experiencing, to make themselves feel badly, then um, to, to, to serve the narcissist serves as a sort of, if I just please the narcissist, I won't feel my shame sort of dynamic. So it, it really works uh, in a perfect dance. The narcissist feeling their shame looks to offload it. Victims, in order to offload their shame, will, um, will look to serve and be good enough and, and ultimately please, finally please the narcissist and make them happy, thus soothing their own shame. So it is a it is a it is it is played into by both uh, both partners, um, which is why it's important. If you are a victim of shaming and guilting, if you are a victim of narcissistic abuse, 
it's imperative that you identify your own uh, your own emotional landscape, your own wounding experiences, and your own uh, dysfunctions and relationship patterns that are playing into this these dynamics, because these dynamics will ultimately um, become a gridlock. They'll become a trap. They'll become a, a, a negative feedback loop that can keep an individual trapped. This dance of dysfunction, which, um, which Ross Rosenberg uh, calls the, the perfect dance. I believe that's what he calls it. It's the perfect dance because it really is the perfect dance partners playing into each other's dysfunction. The guilt and shame is really what gridlocks them in and they're bouncing back and forth, each with the hopes of offloading their inner pain and shame and guilt and humiliation, but ultimately it doesn't, it doesn't end. It keeps going until one of the partners stops dancing. So just want to offer some tips on how to deal with, with, uh, with some of this shame and guilt if you've been a victim of, of a parent or a partner who uses this very wildly effective tactic to make you feel badly for just being you and, and just uh, trying to walk on eggshells to get it right so you don't trip up the narcissistic abuser's shame. And the first uh, tip I would give is it's imperative to uh, understand that this is abuse and this is a tactic used and to come out of the denial that doing enough or being enough will eventually yield the results you, you want. Uh, secondly, it's imperative to feel your feelings and deal with your own personal shame and guilt from childhood and from your past and not to allow it to linger because if it does linger, it tends to uh, wreak havoc on your perceptions, on your behavioral patterns, on the way you uh, interact with others. And ultimately, um, when there is shame and guilt, it doesn't allow us to, to, to feel good about ourselves and ultimately li- make decisions that are best for us. And lastly, the tip I would give is to um, just be, uh, develop healthier relationship patterns and learn what it means to be in a healthy relationship, um, one that builds, builds you up, one that builds each other up, and ultimately one that's void of shame because shame and guilt, uh, they're, they're a binding agent. They're a connective uh, uh, emotions. These are emotions that bind people because in a, to a certain degree, we want to feel safe and we don't want to feel this, this, this loneliness, toxic loneliness and the, and the toxic shame that goes along with it. So ultimately, learn how to be your own person. Learn how to develop healthy relationship patterns, um, become a healthy individual yourself and learn about what it means to be healthy. And, and, and what will happen is eventually you'll become much more attracted to healthy relationship dynamics and partners um, because you'll understand that that is true that is true fulfillment, that is true connection, as opposed to being connected over this dance of dysfunction, trying to alleviate the shame and guilt, and um, which ultimately leads to dissatisfaction, uh, feelings of depression, anger, rage, and all the negative feelings that go along with it. So if you are struggling from toxic shame and feeling of worthlessness uh, from this abuse tactic, from this abuse uh, tactic used by narcissistic abusers, whether it's growing up, whether it's at work, regardless of what it is, I want to help you work through it and, 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 and relieve that shame and ultimately flush out these negative feelings so you can develop relationships that are healthy and happy and enjoyable, uh, ones that you deserve. So please reach out. I'd love to help you along your journey. Uh, I can be reached at YITZ, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. Um, Please do like and share this podcast if you found it beneficial. And until next time, all the best.